you please turn with me to Ephesians chapter 4? The last time I was up here speaking, we were in Ephesians 4, and we were continuing a study that's going through the book of Ephesians, but um, I'm, we're going to read the passage to reference where we are today, but we're going to springboard from there and go someone else, somewhere else. So really, I can't say that this teaching today is going to be an Ephesians 4 teaching, but we are going to start there just because it is pertinent uh, as a springboard, a platform. So... Looking at Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 11, it says, and you'll remember this from the last time we spoke, but it was he who gave some to be apostles and some to be prophets and some to be evangelists and some to be pastors and teachers. Thank you. To prepare, to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Amen. What a wonderful scripture. It says in verse 14, continuing, Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves. The uh, illustration here is like a, a boat that's out there on, on a lake. Um, and when a storm comes up, that boat, especially if it's light or it's not well grounded, it can just be bounced around and tossed back and forth. Folks, it's bad enough today when you see some of these videos of these big ships out on the ocean, but to be on a little boat out there and a storm come up and just be battering you around, no wonder the disciples were so afraid. Then we will, will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of cunning. A, a, a boat out on a lake in those days was vulnerable to wherever the wind would send it. And by the cunning and craftiness of men in their deceitful scheming, instead speaking the truth in love, we will in all things grow up into him who is the head that is Christ. From him the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part, each part does its work. That last line just kind of caught me there. And builds itself up in love as each part does its work. Kim, thank you so much for sharing the other night and being a blessing in the ladies' meeting. And uh, I loved that time in my life that God gave me the opportunity to, do, to be a life coach and to be able to work with people and see transition in, in lives. There was a, a unique aspect to working as a life coach, especially when people were putting money on the table in order to spend a session with you. Um, compared to when, if you just talk to someone and they've got some area of their life that's bothering them and they don't have any real buy-in to changing... But, folks, this sounds crazy, okay, but, but when I was life coaching, there were people that were paying $186 an hour to sit on the telephone talking to me. I wasn't receiving $186 an hour, understand that. <laughs> the company was. But people would spend $186. How do you want to, what card do you want to put that on? People would pay uh, almost $3,000 for a series of sessions to be able to be on, on uh, have a course of sessions with a life coach. And let me tell you, when somebody spends $3,000 to do that, they're not playing around. They are getting, they're, they're skin in the game. They're really wanting to do something about changing their life. And to be honest with you, a little different being 
uh, in an environment where people would love to talk about their problems but don't really have buy-in about changing it. And there's a, there's a distinction when someone, uh, just about every one of us can look at our lives and say, there's something that needs to change about my life. There's something that could be better. There's something that needs to be worked on. There's something that really I don't like the way it's going and I wish things were different. And uh, it's not hard for people to identify those kinds of things. It's not hard for us to look at our lives. It's sometimes easier to look at somebody else's life and point out things that need to change. But the reality is every one of us knows things that we can improve upon. At least I can about my life. I mean, do y'all? Y'all have anything that could get better in your life? The problem is that a lot of times we don't really have the buy-in or not really willing to put forth the effort to change things. And sometimes we just don't know how to bring about the change. But um, um, one thing that's really vital and important about that, that whole process, that whole transformation, that whole idea of change that human nature is really resistant to, the change. But a key factor is the why factor. That three-letter word, why, is so vitally important to anybody changing their life. Why do I want to do it? What is the value to me? Why is it important to me? What will my life look like if that change?